Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, intelligent, Disney date night loving wife and co-host, Michelle. (laughs) Thank you, baby. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, January 12th, 2020. We had uh, just a blast of a weekend. Thanks to my wonderful (laughs) party planning wife, Michelle. Uh, If you may have seen us on social media, it was my birthday yesterday. And we've been, we literally just walked in the door from our weekend out at the Disneyland Resort. And we had a magnificent time. It was really a blast. And, you know, I mean... All the Christmas things are put away, so it's almost all. There's still a couple <laughs> hanging around. <laughs> tiny. It's like, did they forget that little corner there? It's kind of funny, cute. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of going back to uh, kind of like a, a flash to the past, I right. guess. And they also traditional, had, right? And they also had a little bit of uh, the splash up for Lunar New Year, which right, is just coming up uh, this week out at Disney California Adventure Park, and that's exciting stuff. Always love any of the festivals that happen out there. Right. Right, but so. yeah, it was fun. And and Michelle planned it all and had a great time. Oh. And I'm really privileged for her to treat me so well. Oh, thank you, Michelle. you're so sweet. You deserve it. You're the best. So uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, why don't you just take a second and go ahead and sign up for our newsletter? Right. We really enjoy, uh, as we say this every every episode, we really enjoy interacting with you all. And we love sharing some things with you and getting you to be in the know. Yes. We try and share out. All of our information of what we are doing this week, what we did the previous week, what we're doing in the coming weeks, as well as anything that we might have coming up, whether it be giveaways, whether we're eventually going to try and find a way to schedule some meetups or who knows what may come up, but it'll all be there in the newsletter for you first. And the other way uh, to get it to know us and get uh, more of our information is to follow us on social media because we are very active on social media mm-hmm. and you can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us, you know, of course you can DM DM us through those uh, sites at any time, but also another way to contact us is uh, by emailing us at HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. Right. And we do love interacting with all of you in social media. It's a lot of fun. And uh, yes, we like to get feedback. What kind of things do you want us to talk about or share? Uh, and just, you know, all around chit chat together. Right. And we love to hear what adventures, Disney adventures or other right. adventures that you're happen to having, what you're doing, what kind of fun you're having or just whatever you want to talk about we love hearing from you so please interact with us either on social media or through the email right and the other thing that we really appreciate is if you could take a moment to give us a review a rating that's always very very much appreciated yeah for any podcast especially ours of course but any podcast that you love ratings reviews and even just telling a friend about them which is the easiest way to do it uh just to get the word out there so people know that these podcasts exist as for this show lots of stuff for you today including star wars rise of the resistance is opening up this week at the disneyland resort i may have something to do with that in my tip of the week just to let (laughs) you know i may talk that up a little bit 
if you're going to try to go on Rise of the Resistance at the Disneyland Resort, well, you will probably need some tickets, and there is a new ticket offer that you may have interest in if you're going to do that, and we'll tell you all about that as well. Uh, if you're a regular run Disney participant, by the way, congratulations Yay. to everyone that took part in the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. What a weekend. You guys' pictures, you all looked great. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, proud of you all and wish we were could have been there with you, but we were yes. with you there in spirit. Right. Anyway, uh, there's a new club that you might want to be a part of. We'll tell you all about that. And there is a very special version of a recent popular Disney movie coming to theaters that combines <laughs> two of my favorite things, <laughs> singing and hashtag real men love frozen. <laughs> we'll tell you all about that as well. But let's get to our main topic of the week. And that is... Date night at Disney Parks. Let's dance. Take your dates to Disneyland. Fireworks are great at Disneyland. The sky lights up at night each night. Romantic rides in the cool moonlight. We're open till the clock strikes 1 a.m. So, yeah, if you don't know what that was, that is the theme song. Originally, they used to <laughs> advertise this. It was a big deal at right. the Disneyland Resort, at Disneyland Park, which was Disneyland Resort at the time, of date night at Disneyland. Uh, they kind of played it up as like, look, you right. know, bring the people on out. Have a great time. We've got all this stuff going on. And it was a lot of fun. Right. You know, doing things at night. And we know it's, uh, you know, just a little bit more than one month away from Valentine's Day. And we thought. You know, what better way to start, you know, especially if you want to secure some reservations or anything is start talking about what are some ideas of uh, things to do during date night. Yeah. And when we discussed that we were going to do this, I, I went right off the bat. It's like, look, we're going to go with Michelle's ideas here because <laughs> like, look, you don't want to hear what my dumb ideas are for <laughs> date night. You know, let's go get a corn dog and run smugglers run. You know, I mean, really, Michelle, you want to hear what Michelle's ideas are for this. So Michelle has the list of ideas for a Disney date night. We have a lot of Disney date nights. We go out a lot. I have a lot of fun there. If you've only been with family most of the time to Disney parks, of course, Disney parks are great for just being with your family, right. being with the kids, enjoying yourself the whole time. But there are wonder it's a really wonderful spot to go out just as a couple and have a fantastic time as well. Right. And these tips are going to be, yes, if you're wanting a special date or something like that. But it, it's also good for uh, Disney as an adult, you know, for, for a group of friends or whatever. Yeah. So Michelle, I, Michelle always has the best tips. She always <laughs> has the best stories. She will have the best ideas for date night at Disney Parks. So let's get to it here. Michelle, tell us your ideas for date night at Disney Parks. All right. And, you know, trying to figure out how to best present this, you know, I, I'm not trying to give anybody an itinerary of like start with this, then go there and then do that. Just kind of going through the categories of what's available at the parks, um, things that we've experienced and, you know, share some of our, you know, knowledge of how that has worked. So kind of starting at, you know, like the top of the charts, okay, the lugs 
kind of fine dining. The splurge the, date. Like super splurge. Like you're date. really trying to impress somebody right. or maybe you're going to propose to somebody say, or something. Right, yeah, okay. exactly. Um, so one idea would be uh, Grand Floridian Victorian Albert, especially if you can do the chef's table. Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not cheap. No, no. It's, it's, we haven't done it yet, but we've heard it. We've heard it spectacular. Right, right. And I've been in Victorian Albert. I mean, it's an amazing experience, an amazingly beautiful, a lovely location. And the food, it, it's always changing. It's always unique for the night. They, you know, do ask everybody's food preferences and obviously allergies and things like that. And, you know, they really do, you know, create an experience for you in that atmosphere um similarly in epcot mm-hmm. um maybe not quite as as high end as victorian albert but also very special is monsieur paul mm-hmm. and that's uh second floor of the epcot's france pavilion yes which we have done uh it's also very special if you can get a window view although it, not that you wouldn't have a great time if you didn't get that but especially as it gets closer to the evening uh, whether it's Epcot Forever or whatever, Harmonia is coming up. But that's a really special place there as well. Um, and we've been fortunate to have the chef come out and talk to us and share some information with us. So, you know, that's a really special location. Yeah, very elegant food. If you're looking for hearty portions, that's not the restaurant to go to <laughs> for you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, And it is a little bit high priced, but the food is excellent. Uh, it's it's top-of-the-line French cuisine is what it is, right. you know, with, with the really or uh, extravagant sauces and just really well-cooked, delicate food. It's just, it's it's a beautiful dinner. Right. Uh, it's a beautiful and elegant dinner that's, you know, in, right there in the middle of a actual Disney park. Yes. And uh, so that one's only open for dinner. So that's not open during lunchtime. Uh, similarly with Victoria Alberts, I didn't point that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and another really luxe fine dining experience uh, would be over here on the West Coast would be going to Napa Rose at Mm -hmm. Grand Californian Hotel. Yeah, another wonderful spot. Uh, Just a beautiful place and a beautiful hotel right near the parks, but uh, excellent wine list that you would expect from a place that's called Napa Rose. Uh, Wonderful food, really well done, and just, uh, yeah, top of the line restaurant for sure in Disney. Right, right. So those are like top three really splurge kind of locations where you could have a very special meal. And again, great for a date or just some, you know, really adult close friends and whatever. All right. Now let's get to what we can actually afford. (laughs) Okay. So other really nice locations to have some wonderful food to experience on a date, uh, starting with Grand Floridian again is Citrico. Okay. It's another really nice restaurant. Yeah. Right. I mean, they have, there's obviously lots of them in, and I could go on and on and on, but just wanted to kind of highlight some, you know, more the special experiences, I think, that, mm-hmm. that we could talk about. Uh, Tiffin's at Animal Kingdom. I love Tiffin's, actually. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the Nomad Lounge itself, but uh, which is right attached right. to Tiffin's, but Tiffin's is another great restaurant. Yeah. Right. Especially the fact that you can try some very unique dishes that you wouldn't necessarily see at every location. 
um, that's kind of makes it a little bit more adventurous. Mm -hmm. I, I like it. That's, that's, a, that's a great spot. Um, right. Once again, it's another restaurant we enjoy. We've eaten a couple times at, and we all, we've enjoyed our, each time we've gone. Right. And, you know, in that one you can do with family. There's no problem with that. Mm -hmm. They are open at lunchtime. But, you know, you really could, you know, find a special location in that that particular restaurant and really have something very special. We've done that more as a date when we've gone on mm -hmm. that. Well, we, I guess we've done it both with family and we've done both. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and then another one, and this one kind of has a little different experience to it is the spirit of Aloha dinner show mm. at the Polynesian resort. I've never done that. I know you have, yes, I've never done that. I've been to many, times. we've been to <laughs> luau's many times, both of us either apart or together, but I've never done that, that luau. So. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's obviously, it's in a really great setting, really fun to be at the Polynesian whenever you can. Um, so this one, I'm not going to highlight the food per se, <laughs> uh, but you're there for the show. <laughs> That's what usually happens in most luau's. <laughs> Right, right. And it's not, I'm not saying it's bad. It, I wouldn't compare it to Tiffin's or Citrico's in terms of the quality of the food that you get there. But you right get, up there with Victorian Alberts. <laughs> <Yeah. you know. laughs> um, but, you know, obviously it's, you get a, a lot of quantity of food there, but you also get a really fun it's show. A show put together. That's in right. One, yeah, That's right. You know, and, you know, why not have that spirit of aloha mm -hmm. and a special date? Right. And then another one, which we've experienced both now on both, excuse me, on both coasts is afternoon tea. Mm, yes. And I know this is a little earlier than the day than date, although it could be a, a fun way to start your day. Uh, could be a fun surprise. Mm -hmm. um, but afternoon tea. So we've we've had that on multiple times over at the Grand Floridian uh, at the Garden View Lounge mm -hmm. there. It, that's got spectacular views. Um, it's a really quaint place. It is. It is. It really captures the essence, kind of a traditional British tea service. Um, people there are very friendly and helpful. I mean, the last time we went, which wasn't that long ago, uh, they had a new tea on there that had rose in it. And I was a little concerned it might be too flowery. And so they actually blended several that and another kind of tea together to kind of soften that. And I thought that was really sweet and nice mm -hmm. that they would, you know, take the time to do that. Not just like, okay, no, you want this, you know, pot of tea. This is what we have, you right. know, and it really is special. It, it's nice, uh, especially if you can go there, like after three, they have the piano player in the lobby there. And it's just a way to really come together and have one-on-one -on -one time without all the hustle and bustle. Right, it's quiet. You can talk. Uh, there is a, and you do get a lot of food. I mean, they're all just finger sand, small finger sandwiches right. and scones, and st such like that. But uh, you get, you'll be surprised at how much, how filling that will be quickly, especially when you're drinking tea and right. having a great conversation. And uh, and you can also upgrade it and add That's a right. glass of champagne or whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. What so you want. Yeah. A lot of type. A lot of ways. That they're willing to upgrade the, mm -hmm. that service. And again, it, it's just really a nice time. If you want to sit and really have a great conversation with somebody, that's a setting that can really help develop that. Mm -hmm. 
Very nice. You know, and now we can say we've done that here on the West Coast. Right. Steakhouse 55 in the Disneyland Hotel. Exactly. Yeah. What did you think of that? Because that was our first time there. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I th- actually thought it was uh, the tea service. The, I think the location at uh, the Grand Floridian is a better location as far as view and right. everything else that goes on. Uh, but I, I mean, I like Steakhouse 55, the, the location that it was, but it was, you don't quite get those same views, that same look of the area right. but the actual service itself i thought was a little bit better i thought that the uh, you got a little more food mm-hmm. uh, the tea were uh you had a different selection of tea and they were excellent as well so right that, i mean i enjoyed it very much and would totally do it again right this the one at uh, the disneyland hotel i thought was interesting too that even though you could probably ask for another pot of tea at one of the other loads from the start she said you know you you try it if you want something else and we had talked about i had shared i wasn't sure which one i wanted to hone in on once again it was <laughs> rose <isn't> it? <laughs> i know it's <laughs> always a bit coming down to the rose <laughs> and so what was really nice too was even after she saw that we were really finished eating in fact we had asked for a to-go box because there was just so much mm-hmm. so many great yeah, we things. still haven't finished it we i still have know some more food to eat today when we exactly get back and you know she remembered and she offered to bring another pot actually she offered to bring another pot for both of us we decided we'd just try just one, to, one to share um you know so i thought that was also a really nice feature versus trying to like okay Here's the service. You get this, this, and this, and move it along. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. It was very relaxed. Take your time, you know. And so I thought that was really very nice that they had that opportunity there, too. Um, I've never seen a chocolate-covered strawberry as beautiful as <laughs> the so one that funny. they had. She was <laughs> just fawning over there. They, they have these two chocolate-covered strawberries on this plate, and she's just fawning over them for the whole <laughs> tea service and like you can have them both yeah but i mean they, they they are gorgeous don't get me wrong they're gorgeous uh, strawberries well, but like it's funny like, <laughs> it comes up again because you fell in love with these i know they were adorable so you know and i like chocolate covered strawberries like anybody but i'm not saying that oh that's my favorite thing um but they they dipped one in they took white chocolate and, and tinted it pink and then they decorated it and actually looked like a teacup it's hard to describe, but they put like a little handle on it. And it reminded me of the teacups at Disneyland. You know, it was just adorable. But again, just it's that one's, you know, not as expensive. You know, those aren't as expensive maybe as going to a, you know, a dinner. But they're a really wonderful way to have time together with somebody special. It's, uh, you know, as opposed to like saying going to a movie or whatever, I mean, you can actually sit and talk. I mean, because one thing, they, they, you know, it's tea, so it's pretty quiet. It's not like a loud bar or a lounge right. or where it can get kind of loud. And it can be sometimes tough to have a conversation with somebody, you know. And so, True. I mean, yes, it it's going to be more expensive than just going someplace and having coffee or whatever right. the case may be. Uh, but it is a little upscale. But it is, like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a little nicer that you can just ha- sit there go through this snack on these easy to eat foods, which is also a big thing with the right. date is that yes. you don't want to be you know, slopping over some messy food or whatever, exactly. these finger sandwiches and scones and such. So it's kind of readily a, a relatively a tidy food to eat, nice tea, you know, and then you can have a wonderful conversation and, right. and learn about each other or just, you know, if, if you already are well entrenched in your relationship, you know, just discuss what's going on in your lives or whatever the case right. may be. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these 
ones that uh, are in this category that we're talking about, so Citricos, Tiffins, the Spirit of Aloha, and Afternoon Tea. Um, the nice thing about those locations is you can either dress up as much as you want, um, or you can be very, very casual. Mm-hmm. So it can be whatever comfort level you want to make that particular experience for yourself. And I think that's also a really nice plus for them. Right. Are you done with your restaurants? Because I got one more that I would like Ooh. to drop in. If it, if sure. In case, in case you don't have it on there. is uh, I would highly recommend... And this is just something very simple. Uh, it could be like a quick night out for mm-hmm. you. If like, let's say you, you do have, you're on a trip to the Walt Disney World Resort and you do have kids with you, but you can break away for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, go out to the Animal Kingdom Lodge and go to Sanaa and just get the, oh, just sure. get, either whether you go and actually uh, get a table or just go and uh, do the lounge there. Just right. get the bread service and a cocktail or a glass of wine. And uh, just, just the fun of uh, dipping, you know, the, the 10 different, I think it's 10 different yeah, sauces and the bread and everything and just trying and sampling different things. It's bound to strike more conversation and it's fun. It's a a really nice way to kind of uh, approach it in a a lighthearted yet unique style without like, you know, one, it's not super expensive. Uh, Two, it's it's not like this this huge, it's not going to take up a lot of your time on your vacation or on your night or whatever. No, that's a great point. You know, and... Again, it's one of those you can dress up or be more mm-hmm. casual. Um, but there is something about when you're eating and using your hands. It adds mm-hmm. another dimension of an experience. And again, these things, you know, when you think of a date night, yes, you do want time to be able to, you know, focus in on each other, but also to have some kind of a, an experience that you share together. Right. And that's, the, you know, that's one thing about these sauces. If you've never done the bread service, I know many of you have, and I know most of you love it. Right. Uh, so you know, we're probably preaching to the choir here many times, but uh, you know, the, the fact that you mix and match these sauces right. and, you know, when you try th- a little bit of this, a little bit with that, um, it's also great to spur on conversations. Like, oh, you got to try this, try this with that. Right. Really, you know, and yeah, uh, it's just, just really fun in there. And it's, th- there's things like if you really like things super spicy, that's there. If you like things super sweet, that's there. If you like anything in between, right, it's, got it's a there range. as well. So you can, kind of, it's kind of uh, hits across the board for everybody. Right. No. And that's a great recommendation too, because um, you might think of, oh, here's an appetizer and, you know, then we're going to feel super hungry afterwards. And that's not necessarily true. It is a, fair amount of food that you get to experience in that bread service. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go ahead and do the whole dinner at Sanaa, they, sure. they have great food there. I would highly suggest that as well. But even just, like I said, simply the bread service right. with a cocktail or a glass of wine or whatever the case may be, uh, a lot of fun. Right. And they also have a great wine list there. Mm-hmm. I was Absolutely. pretty impressed with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Good, good addition. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next kind of category would be cocktails with a view. Okay. All right. And again, I'm keeping these lists short. They could be much longer. Some that, you know, kind of overlap that, you know, I could have put them in multiple categories, like one with food and, but you know, or one with cocktails or some other areas. But um, so for cocktails with a view, and we've talked about this one recently is the lounge at the Riviera Resort. Mm-hmm. And actually it's within at Topolino's, at Terrace. Topolino's Terrace, right? So, I mean, I don't want to confuse that there is a area in near the lobby, off the lobby that is also a little lounge. Yeah, I guess the Voyager's Lounge, right. if I'm not mistaken. But this one is at Topolino's and it's at the top, like you said, at the top. And it has spectacular views. Whether you're staying there for the fireworks or not, it just is beautiful. Inside is beautiful. 
outside is beautiful. Outside they have some uh, lounge couches and, you know, a lot more comfortable type of seating mm -hmm. there as well. And they have the bar outside mm -hmm. and it's just really pretty. I mean, again, you're going into a resort that's um, on the, the decor of either the Southern France Riviera section or Italian type of uh, decor. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a gorgeous spot. Uh, one of our new favorites that we just experienced last month and uh, would highly recommend it to anybody looking to go out and have right. a cocktail. And, and yeah, like you said, scope out some views. Right. You know, and this one, again, is another restaurant which we or, or lounge that we've talked about that even full, you're able to carry on a conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know very distracting with a lot of other outside sounds around. So exactly. Uh, another cocktail with a view sighting location would be uh, California grill at the contemporary resort. Mm -hmm. um, that one is, you know, also it's at the top. It's beautiful. And the nice thing about that is it, even if you have like an earlier dinner or, or something like that, you can return for the fireworks and have that area that's set aside for, for patrons of the California Grill. So you could have it like dual purpose or just stay there long enough to right. <laughs> see the, the Plan fireworks. it out ahead of time so you are up there at that exact right. time. Yeah. And again... It's another location. If you're not staying to watch the fireworks, it's still beautiful. What you're looking at, you know, you're seeing the Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's just really mm. special, special views. Mm -hmm. uh, agreed. Agreed. We go to the Top of the World Lounge often, which right. is DVC only, uh, especially DVC. And you also have to be staying on, on a property. Re resort property at the same time to be able to be uh, allowed in there unless you're accompanied by somebody who is uh, doing that, exactly what we just said. Uh, but the the views of the fireworks from both locations right. are, are wonderful. Yeah. And that's my next one. I know that, it, like you're saying, it's uh, for DVC members only. But um, there are a lot of people and a lot of our listeners who are who do have uh, membership in the DVC. Or you know somebody or who is. Or you know somebody like who us. is, right? Uh, and so all of our listeners, for that reason, right. know somebody, us. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's a really special place. It's small, it's quaint, uh, really fun decor. I love their cocktails, how they, you know, have some that are named after monorail colors and, you know, just different um, wines that they have, some that are with the Disney families, other great wines. So, um, you know, they, that only has small plates. But again, cocktails with a view, uh, you can't beat that mm -hmm. view. Yeah, no, it's an excellent view right down to Magic Kingdom. Uh, it's really perfect place to have a, a nice evening there. Right. Sure. And again, a date can be as easy as just having cocktails. It doesn't have yeah, to. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, this big elaborate thing. Right. It can be very simple. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's get into some fun locations All right. and having fun. Ready for some fun. All right. Uh, so the first one, and this is a, an experience that you could have again on East Coast or West Coast, so uh, Florida or California, is Trader Sam's. Mm, okay. I mean, that's a that's a fun, unique experience. It's it's totally different than the other ones yeah. that we were just talking about. A little about. tougher to hold a conversation <laughs> there, but <laughs> right. it is a blast. That's it for is sure. a blast. You know, so if you're trying to, you know, you might have gone and done cocktails or plan to do dinner someplace else and you want to start at Trader Sam's and just have a little bit of, of fun that that that's just a crazy kooky atmosphere and if you haven't been there it's really worth trying it's it's a lot of 
of fun there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely. That's what it is. That's what Trader Sam's <laughs> is a lot of fun. That's all there is to it. Uh, you pay a little bit more for the ambiance and right. you know, and some of the fun that comes with it. And uh, seats are hard to find at times. Yeah, and, you know, a spot in there can be difficult to get, but when you do, it's it's just a, it's just a good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing that is simple fun. Okay, it would be just a stroll along the boardwalk mm-hmm. over by the, you know, boardwalk resort. And, you know, they have different things you can do there. They have different, you know, venues to eat, etc. cetera. But um, that might just be, you know, something. I mean, we like to people watch and mm-hmm. things like that. So that could, that could be something that you might really enjoy. That's also very simple to do. Yeah, perfect. And the last one in my category of fun is the highway in the sky dine around <laughs> that's, that's fun in high end <laughs> i know it is yeah the fun didn't have like price relations right. it's just type of activities that you could do so if you haven't done this or haven't heard about this um this is a progressive dinner experience so actually there's five courses um and it it obviously it's called dine around so it's involving the monorail mm-hmm. so you you're actually going as a group into a monorail car you're not eating there but you're being transported so you start with some food and some cocktails you all get together and you then go to the next restaurant have some you know drinks and food there and again come together go to a next one so you do that to get all five courses and then at the end you and you go into the three resorts that are on the monorail um, link at Disney World and then you end it by going and watching the fireworks together yeah uh, it's a really cool thing we as soon as it first came out we discussed whether we should do it or not right and we never have actually done it uh, because of the, the price and everything involved with it but it looks like a blast remember uh, what I'll say is like if you want it all planned out for you and you want your own car and the monorail and everything secured and everything and right. sure spots and all these lounges and everything yeah you know it, it can be worth the price however you can also do all these things just kind of plot it out on your right. own <laughs> and and hop on at one resort and go from one resort to right. the next one to the next lounge to the next lounge to the next lounge and end up where you want uh, and do it on your own for probably a little less money. Uh, so, you know, it's, it depends on what you want. If you want it all taken care of for you, you don't have right. to think about it. You just go and follow along. Great. But if you want to kind of have your own, you know, if you want, if you find a lounge you want to stay a little longer on, right. you know, then you can do it that way. And you want to save a little little money, um, you could also do it all on your own. Right. As well. I mean, you're right. You can do it. Definitely you can do it cheaper on your own. You'll have more control over what you want to drink and eat. Um, but there is something about just going as a group, you know, or going with the group and that everything is. So you get you arrive into a location and everything is set up for you. Right. So you don't have to wait and go through, you know, ordering processes and things like that. So it, it, it's more of an easy way to get something that's yeah, fun. You're, you're paying for the convenience of not right. having to, you know, think about this all yourself. You know, it's all guided for you. It's a guided tour. Things are set up for you where you want to go, what you want to do, you know, to these places. And that's, you know, that's why you're paying a little higher rate right. for it, of course. Like I said, you can do it less expensively on your own, but then you have to um, plot out all these things. You may have to wait for a monorail or two if it's really crowded day or whatever. Right. You may have to wait to go into a lounge sure. uh, if it's really busy. Whereas it, if you're in the dining around, of course, they're going to have these spots reserved for you already. Exactly. So, it, you know, it, it, again, all of these ideas are just, you know, something may work for one person and not another, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, with this, um, 
and you're right. It's one of those things. We tend to do things and plan things a lot on our own. We're micro planners. Um, and so it's a little harder to, to give that up and to pay more to give it up. But there, you know, if, if you like to be on vacation and just relax and not think about it, this is, I think a really fun, fun way to do it. Yeah, we're funny because we do both. We we will, you know, plot things out on our own and do things like, well, we can save a little money here and we can save a little money. And there's other things that we're like, let them Disney set it up for us. Right. We're good. <laughs> like we've done many of the dessert parties. I know many of you out there are like dessert parties are a waste of money. I can get I can see the fireworks just fine. Right. I don't need to go in and you know get these desserts. I can go and find my own snacks right. or whatever for easily the price that you're paying for these dessert parties. And that's fine, you know, but some of these dessert parties, and we've talked about this in the past, uh, Michelle, we, I don't know if you know us, but Michelle is a little <laughs> vertically challenged and sometimes has a difficult time getting views at some of the parades or some of the uh, fireworks spectaculars or whatever show it may be. And so sometimes it's worth a little money to us to splurge to make sure that she has a location where right. she can see the actual show and not somebody's shoulders or head or whatever the case may be in in front of her. Right. And that's that's well worth the convenience and the price for us. It's whatever's right for you. Right. So, well, let's leave, let's stay on that track and we'll go into the entertainment why do I do this? Because we're not videoing it yeah, yet. Right so. yet. Uh, <laughs> quotation. Yeah, Shell's doing the finger quotations. <laughs> entertainment. You can see those, can't you? The quotations. Entertainment. So we'll get into the entertainment type of ideas of what to do for a special date night. And dessert parties is one of the ones that I had on there. Um, one of the benefits, like you talked about, was for me in terms of my ability to have a, a an area to watch where I don't have a lot of people in front of me. But the other thing that's really nice about the dessert parties is that um, you can enjoy as much of time at the parks as you want and you're not having to go scout for a spot, you know, and try to hold on to it until it's actual time for the, you know, for the fireworks. And, and that's another lo- nice feature that I really like about them. I mean, sometimes you get some of the different fi- dessert parties are you know, better than others in terms of the food and, you know, some seasonal things that they've had are maybe better than some of the routine dessert parties. But it is a great way to have some entertainment. You you have that food and drink usually, and then um, you can go watch the fireworks. So it's you can do that whether you're just going in the park for that, or like I said, you can spend the day doing all the things you want to do in the park, and then you're not feeling like you're spending a lot of time just standing or sitting to to hunker down for location yeah uh again it's all about if you're willing to pay the price for convenience uh that is what a lot of these fireworks shows and these dining packages and whatever the case may be right uh provide for you it's it, it frees you up for yes you're you're paying a premium but it does free you up to do other things or whatever the case may be in this situation so it, you know it's way what's right for you right and who doesn't like dessert? I mean, what right. a great date. That's true. That's true. And a lot of these dessert parties also have savory options, right. too. So it's not just like you just have to eat a bunch of sweet stuff. Um, they, they've started adding in like little sandwiches and cheese yes. and crackers. and Nachos. Uh, yeah, and all sorts right. of uh, different stuff as well. So another fun thing to do is a carriage ride. Mm. Horse-drawn carriage rides. You can take them at Fort Wilderness or at Port Orleans Resort. And again, that's a nice romantic little way to, you know, just be together, especially, you know, for us when we, it's like the cold nights and mm. then you just have like a little blanket. A lot of those in Florida. Right. <laughs> 
seasonally. Yeah. <laughs> but they're fine even not on cold nights too. But I mean, there, there's just something kind of just, I don't know, romantic about a horse-drawn carriage, right? Yeah, uh, definitely. There's no question about it. I mean, uh, just, just thinking about it, just a, a nice ride through wherever it right. is and, you know, Port Orleans or Fort Wilderness and just together for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long the yeah, ride is. I think they're is. usually about 40, 45 minutes. Oh, really? They're that long? I didn't realize. Yeah, um, some are shorter. I think they have some 30 minute. I, it depends on different seasons. Yeah, I, I thought they were relatively short, but that's a, that's a pretty long mm-hmm. ride. So that's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice time to just sit back and watch the sights go by and right. have a nice conversation and just enjoy snuggling up yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And, and then those are obviously, you know, talk about like evening things. Mm-hmm. Uh, another fun evening experience and you know this one i i hesitated to put on the date night but you know if you're somebody if you're you're a couple or friends that just enjoy fun then going to see yeehaw bob at port orleans river roost lounge you know (laughs) it's a a hoot it is a hoot it's a more quirky kind of date you know like i said i was a little hesitant to put it on there but you know, there are times that on a date, you just want to have fun. You want to laugh. And this is a great experience to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> we did this for the first time back when we were there in June of last right. year with Rob and Kim. Uh, Rob LaBerria, who you know, has been on the show many times, uh, and his wife Kim invited us to go do this. We'd never done it before. They, I don't think they'd ever done it either, but they had seen some mm-hmm. things on YouTube or whatever about how cool it was and how fun and interactive <laughs> right. and just a, a great night it is. And we had a blast with them, just kind of hanging out and doing this whole thing. We got there a little early before the show started so we could actually hold a conversation between sure. the four of mm-hmm. us. And uh, then later on, Yeehaw Bob does his thing, and it's it's... It, it's, it's hilarious. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's hard to describe it. I, I have never seen a show like it. Um, you know, I guess the closest thing would be to, to compare it to vaudeville, but I'm not even a big vaudeville fan. And, and yet, Yeehaw Bob was fabulous. And if you like Disney and Disney movies, Disney songs, Disney songs, Disney songs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know, this is a fun, fun way to have mm-hmm. an experience together. Um, Another thing, and this is one of the things that you like to do, is going in to watch dueling pianos. Yeah, I do. Whenever we can find a spot that does right. dueling pianos, I think that's always a blast. Right. Oh, so, yeah. and you know, again, falling under the entertainment section. So Jelly Rolls does have dueling piano lounge um, out here. Of course, out here at Disney. Land Resort, they have it at the Golden Horseshoe. Yeah, it's kind of a new thing. That's, uh, right. It's, it's only during the day. I was just going to say, that's a daytime experience, though. But it's still a lot of fun. Right. Um, and falling behind that, again, some of these entertainment things, I'm like, um, it might be good for some people. Well, Everybody all all these a- things are, you know, what what is right for you. Right. I mean, tea. I mean, we talked about we just had this great time at tea. Tea not, might not be the thing for you, you know, right. but, you know, it, that's why we're giving you ideas and then you can decide if it's right for you or not. True. Very good way to put it. Thank you. Um, so some things might be, you might be a little bit more into some activities that are kind of sports related, um, such as bowling at mm-hmm. Splitsville. Splitsville. Yeah. yeah. Um, or playing mini golf. Yeah. 
So, which we always talk about, like next time we go to Walt <laughs> yeah. Disney World, we are going to go do Fantasia Gardens or whatever the case may be, and right. we just never get around to it. I One know. of these days, we're going to do that because it, you know, mini golf. Mini golf is a good date anywhere in the country. Right. Um, but true. why not at Walt Disney right. World? Right, day or night. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a fun way to be together. And again, mm-hmm. you know, being able to, you're talking, you're laughing, mm-hmm. you're experiencing things together. It's great. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, so the next thing, next category is dancing. Oh, something I'm terrible at. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, really. No, no, no. Yeah, really. <laughs> but, you know, and... Um, you know the- my singing? My dancing is even worse. <laughs> be afraid. No. <laughs> We've done some dancing lessons together. You've done great. Yeah, and then they just, they, I like, we do the dance lessons on cruises or whatever the case may be, and I do a little bit of the dance to begin with, and then I like, I it's, it's like, you know when you were in school and you took a foreign language class or whatever? <laughs> now think about how much of that foreign language you right? remember now. Okay, well, that's like an hour from a dance class for me. <laughs> Like, you know, they'll tell you, like, okay, you're going to learn this, and then we're going to have the big party out on deck later, so you can use these dance steps. And, like, they're all gone by the time the party starts. I don't remember (laughs) any of it. Well, maybe for some types of dancing styles, but not everything. You you can hold your own on some things. But I can hold you and spin around. That's about <laughs> it. Really slowly. That's about all I can do. So the dance locations that um, you know we we're going to highlight here is uh, Atlantic Dance Hall on the Boardwalk, mm-hmm. and that's over. Uh, in case you didn't know, that's in Florida. What? <laughs> Disney Where? World, and then over on here on the west coast at disneyland resort and you spoke a little bit about it at the beginning was um dancing at disneyland um they have it most friday and saturday nights um they have like three sessions and it is so funny it it's right inside the park it's in the the little area where they do during the day royal theater royal theater right they do uh, shows in there um, with uh, Mr. Smythe and Mr. Jones right. during the day, which are great shows, by the way. You could check that out as well. Yes. They're totally entertaining. Uh, but then at night, they clear that theater out and bring the swing band in. Right. They, so they have a uh, they have bands come in, singers. Um, it You will find people of all ages mm-hmm. there. You know, you'll find, you know, very young people. Um, you'll, you'll see some people that, you know, like, okay, they're, they're a dance instructor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, but you'll also find people who aren't that, and then you'll find you'll even find young kids going out there right. on the floor and just dancing around. Exactly, time, yeah. you know, and then um, all the way up to some people that have been dating for a long time, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just really cute and f- it's fun to watch, but it's fun to be a part of that. We've actually gone on the dance floor there, mm-hmm. so again, see. just holding her and spinning <laughs> slowly around. I'm not doing any of those swing moves. Uh, nope, and I can't do that. Although we've di- we did discuss. I said last night, like we are going to learn a swing exactly. dance so we can join in on that fun at some point because it just looks like those people are having a great time. A- absolutely. And I'm glad you are sticking with that. I'm idea. sticking with that. Yay. Even as much as my two left feet may <laughs> give us problems, uh, we're going to give that a shot. Yes. Well, one of the songs last night was Your Feet Are Too Big. <laughs> Your feet's too big. <laughs> great song. It was great. But uh, yeah, it's. It, a very fun way to have it. And, you know, and again, here, what, what better way to have a date is you're at the happiest place on earth, yeah. you know, and you can enjoy the park and then go dancing and then later go watch 
Fireworks from Batu. Right. Yeah, like we did last <laughs> night, which was another great place to date. Go take a date and, you know, you're looking for a great spot to uh, see fireworks. Right. Can't recommend enough going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at the Disneyland Resort uh, right around that time of fireworks. Because, right. Because uh, it really doesn't get that crowded, and at least as of when we're recording this right now. And it's just a, it's an amazing view right over the spires of the fireworks. I right. posted a picture on social media of some of it um, from last Last night really great but uh going back to the swing dancing thing uh you know some of these it was it's so great to see because the, you can tell there's you know like last night there were maybe four or five couples that were you know a little bit up in right. age and you could just tell like it, 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 I don't think they were just there to, you know, they weren't there riding Space Mountain. No. Right no. <laughs> it's like they come there and this is their place. They probably live locally and to go and, you know, do the swing dancing right. they did when they were young. And it was, it's just really fun to see. Oh, absolutely. And people, you know, I mean, some people you can tell they've spent the day in the park and they're just dancing there. But they're, the majority of people actually dressed up, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, type of style that is great for swing dancing and um so it was really fun seeing that as well and it can be a little intimidating for somebody who doesn't know swing dancing but i think that they're um they're also very welcoming to people to come in there you don't need to do the elaborate moves you can go out there and just do a slow dance like we did or whatever on the right songs obviously if it's a really fast song you don't want to just be sit there doing a slow dance properly but um, very welcoming and, and it, you know, I mean, yes, it, you see some of these people doing these amazing moves and it is a little intimidating, but I, I found that it's, that's not really the case, that it is really a welcoming environment. Right. It's kind of a, I think they kind of have like an unwritten, I don't want to say rule request that if you're more experienced, you can be more in the middle. Mm-hmm of the dance floor. If you're a little less experienced, they prefer you to stay along the periphery mm-hmm. uh, of it. Um, you know, I mean, some people had little kids out there from time to time. Um, but they also saw that sometimes the dancers could get a little bit, uh, enthusiastic. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I <laughs> uh, was also, we see lots of people like, you know, I mean, the people that show up as singles there mm-hmm. and, um, like there was this one old elder gentleman, that I saw was there and I was watching him and he was asking all sorts of women of different ages. Right. Like I, he danced with at least five different women dance. while we were there. He was just there to dance. Right. And he would just ask out of the crowd, you know, four or five that people, these women that were just sitting on the sideline and right. come up and dance with him. And some of them had more skill than others, but they all, I mean, everybody had a great time. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. yeah and I saw, um, also I've, I don't know if it was last night or the last time we were there, uh, a a girl that definitely looked like she was a dance instructor Mm -hmm. and she was dancing with different people through. I don't know if they were pupils or just people that she met there Mm -hmm. or what, but it is a really fun experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So highly recommend, even if you don't go and dance, uh, if you happen to be at the Disneyland Resort on a, especially I I think Saturday nights is most common, but also on Friday nights, you know, as well. Um, pop by there and just take a look and, and watch what right. goes on because yes. it's, it's a lot of fun just to observe even for 10, 15 minutes while you're waiting for your fast pass or dinner or the next right. thing, whatever the case may be. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. All right. So kind of wrapping it up here now with some really special things that you can do on the water. Um, both of these ideas. So one of them would be a firework cruise on a pa- pontoon boat. Mm-hmm. that you can rent with sure. it, you know, and, and that you can go from, you know, just simply rent, you know, having that rented and, and you go out and watch the fireworks, uh, or you could do add-ons. You could get, you know, 
food and cocktails and drinks and whatever brought on boat as well. So that's a really nice and and the pricing of that is is not out of this world. I mean, it's expensive, you know, but if you're doing, you know, very special date night, you might Mm -hmm. you might want to consider that the pricing is um, for a 21 foot pontoon. It starts at two ninety nine plus tax. Um, so it's not cheap. No, it's like I said, it's not cheap, but it's not you know utterly ridiculous right. either. You know, um, and then it goes up depending on the, the size. But the the granddaddy of the mall, which is called the Grand One Yacht, um, is a, a really special way to to have a date night and. Or you could do it during the day, um, but if you wanted to do it at night. Now, the Grand Yacht starts at three ninety nine per hour plus tax. Um, and that does come, obviously, with a, you know, with a captain. But that's another one that you could add on. You could add on a butler. Um, you could have different type of food brought on, whether it's snacks or whether you want something more elaborate. Um you know, the sky's the limit kind of in I'm that sure. thing. Yeah. But uh, if you've ever been over um, on at the Grand Floridian, you might have seen the Grand Yacht one parked out there. But that's something really special. Like I, that one I see if, if you're going to propose right. to somebody or something super duper special that you want to celebrate and you really want to, you know, do that. To me, that's like super ultimate. Is that? Are you trying to tell me something? Right <laughs> no, now? no, no, like, no, honey. <laughs> hint, hint. You know that would be really nice. Hint, hint. Uh, Actually, I, you know, to me, I also find that that one would be fun with a group of people. You know, like so, it it can fit up to seventeen people, or, right? You know, um, but that. That one, 17, if you have the butler, you can go to 18 if you don't have a butler. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> but, you know, I could see multiple couples or families wanting to do that. Maybe whether you're doing it with fireworks or during the day or, or whatever, uh, could be really fun experience. Either way you want to do that. Sure, if you want to lay out a little more cash. But again, if you're splitting up between that many couples, right. it's not that bad yeah, at all. Then it, yeah, then it's a little bit more reasonable. Right. So anyways, those are my ideas for, you know, dating and fun at a Disney resort. Obviously, there's many, many more things. There's We could have named lots of different restaurants and other different type of experiences to have, but just wanted to kind of put some highlights out there and give you some inspiration maybe mm -hmm. to plan a fun date night, whether it's for Valentine's Day weekend or any other time. You know, these are some really special experiences that you can have mm -hmm. yeah agreed and that's a great list uh good job michelle um look you know i mean every, you know what's right for you for whomever you are taking on this special date whatever the case may be um these are a few options out there there are so many options uh through the walt disney world resort through the disneyland resort through disney cruise disney cruise is great for date right. nights uh within the cruise itself even if you have the kids with you on the cruise it's a fantastic place and there are great places uh, Remy, Paolo, right. just, you know, going to the clubs, the bars themselves on Disney Cruise Line mm -hmm. um, are excellent spots to go out for date night. But, you know, no matter what way you want to do date night Disney parks, just do just 
date night at Disney parks. Right. Really do it. I mean, I know that, you know, you think about Disney parks and many think going to the families, going with your kids, whatever the case may be. And yes, you should do that. It's awesome to do that. But every once in a while, take a break away and, uh, you know, go out there and enjoy your significant other, uh, whether it be a, a, a new budding relationship or whether it been you've been together for 40, 50 years right. or whatever. And, and go out and enjoy these different locations because they've, it, it, again, it's it's a theme park, yes, but there really are these wonderful romantic spots that you can take advantage of throughout the Disney parks and resorts. Right. And it's just a different way to experience the, you know, the parks and to Disney resorts. I mean, like you said, we tend to go with family and friends and, you know, make it a, a fun experience in that regards. But just taking a moment to really appreciate each other mm-hmm. and appreciate where you're at, which is always spectacular. Mm-hmm. And again, I know this, you know, list was not, uh, okay, start here, next do this, next do that. And it's it was mainly more just to kind of give some ideas inspiration inspirations you know but mix and match things add other things make the day your own uh like you just said honey that there are things that different people like there are some of these things that i love on one day but i would do it differently Mm -hmm. on another day so you have a lot of opportunity right and we do we do disney date days disney date nights Mm -hmm. often a lot and uh, we love doing them. I mean, a lot of times we will do very similar things, but every once in a while we like to do things a little different. Like for my birthday just yesterday, we right. did a couple things we've never done before yeah. and loved them and would do them again. You know? right. so, um, and they didn't make this list. <laughs> right. Well, one of the T did. Yes, um, the T. But, uh, but feel free to, to branch out and try new things when you're at the parks as well as couples and find out what you like because you may you know may you know you may fall into the rut of doing the same thing over and over again which is you know you, they, it becomes a rut because it's things that you usually you like to do right but uh, you know every once in a while it's good to try something different because that could Explore. be the new thing that could be the new norm for you so you know check things out and you know we've listed off Michelle has done a great job putting this list oh, together listed off a lot of excellent things for date nights we'd love to hear how you have either either regularly spend date nights or how you've done it in the past if you have some funny stories romantic stories whatever the case may be we would love to hear from you and find them out and we will talk about them on upcoming shows hit us up on social media or uh, through our email right we really want to hear about your ideas and yeah, and you can inspire us as well. Yeah, so Michelle always has the very best topics. Oh. <laughs> that was a great topic, date night at Disney Parks. Let's get to our Disney Stories of the Week. Every every single week, there are so many Disney stories, and we like to get to a few of them. And I'm going to start really quickly with one that's near and dear to my heart, and that's because <laughs> there is a new version of a recent release, release Disney movie coming to the theaters, one that you may want to warm up your vocal cards for. La, 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 la. Oh, that was terrible. I really need to warm up those vocal cords. Uh, this from ComingSoon.net. Uh, Disney Animation Studios Frozen 2 special sing-along engagement is heading to theaters nationwide starting this coming Friday, mm. January 17th, for a limited time. And to get you in the spirit of the special engagement, Disney released the sing-along version of the full some things never change sequence from the movie. You can check that out. That's on YouTube and the other sites are uh, coming soon.net, which this came from or whatever. Tickets are on sale now at Fandango and I'm already to figure out when we're going to go. And so I can sing along. 
I, I the, we did get a tweet from Frank who's like, oh, Frank Cardillo yes, from Dillo's Diz, yeah, right. He's like, he'd love to be able to have me record you without getting in trouble during that. But let me tell you, Frank, I could put a Frozen movie on any night from or Disney just the Club, soundtrack, just the soundtrack, and record it. You'd be in hysterics. Hashtag so. real men love Frozen. <laughs> So funny. That's just like right up my alley. I would, I, I have my, uh, I, I texted out to my cousin who is my brother in man tears and brother in real men, <laughs> real men love frozen, uh, Chris and said, okay, when are we scheduling this thing? We're right. going out together. Right. You know, so, uh, just some fun stuff. So yeah. that was uh, cool. And I'm looking forward to checking that out. And, uh, you know, what a fun interactive way to go spend the day with the kids or yeah. you know, whatever, another date, you know, go out and That's sing true. along. That's you know, true. And have, have a good time watching uh, Frozen 2. I once know that would again. be your ideal date. It would be. It's <laughs> perfect. Except for that you have to listen to me sing. It's a good thing <laughs> is that the whole theater will be singing, so maybe I'll get... Uh, Drowned out, out a little bit. Yes, yes. So, uh, also coming out on the 17th, of course, here on the West Coast is yes, Disneyland Resort is finally getting Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Uh, so that is gearing up. It's mm-hmm. opening up this coming Friday on the 17th. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in my tip to kind of give you some pointers as to how you might get that boarding group. So stay tuned for that. But if you are planning on taking a trip to Black Spire Outpost for the Rise of the Resistance Mm -hmm. coming up at the Disneyland Resort. Well, there is a new ticket offer to help you get there. (laughs) Uh, This from the Disney Parks blog. For a limited time, Southern California residents can visit the Disneyland Resort theme parks for $67 per day with the purchase of a three-day, one-park-per-day ticket. That's an amazing price. That is an amazing price, yes. And we've noticed the ticket booths very busy this weekend. Right. So um, uh, people are starting already to take advantage of this. Uh, Park hopper options are available, obviously, for a larger price. But if you want to be able to park hop, which is so easy at Disneyland, um, you can do that as well. Tickets are available for purchase through May 18th, 2020. Eligible guests may purchase up to five tickets per person per day, and the prices are the same for adults and children. So note that that there's no change if it, you know, depending on what your right. chi- what child age is. Uh, special and ticket. Uh, the special ticket includes one magic morning, which gives admission to select track attractions on select days at Disneyland Park one hour before the park opens to the general public. And the good thing about this ticket is that Southern California residents may redeem their tickets on any three separate days through May 21st. 2020 so you can buy this now and go on the 17th and not need to go again until march or april you know oftentimes when you get these you know three day or whatever day ticket things like once you start it you need to go immediately afterwards well that's not the case for southern california residents with this ticket package that's amazing that's kind of like old time how it used to be right now that that's really wonderful because um that really gives you, like you said, an opportunity that you might not get to go three consecutive days or within the 14-day the window, and, and having that convenience is impressive. Yeah, uh, very much so. Now, if you are visiting from outside of Southern California, there's also a special value for kids. Uh, for a limited time, guests can save on Disneyland Park tickets, resort park tickets for children's ages 3 to 9, for, again, $67 a day with the purchase of a three-day, one-park-per-day ticket. 
Uh, most of the details are similar to the Southern California special ticket, except for, again, this is just for kids. Uh, and also, this three-day ticket expires 13 days after the first use or on May 21st, 2020, whichever comes first. So right. this is one. But I mean, if you're traveling from outside of Southern California, you're probably only coming for a visit right. anyway. So you will want to use that up sure. within the time limit. So just know that you only have a little less than two weeks to use that up once you start right. that one. But not a great price for your kids. And, you know, adult prices are still the same, but you get your kids in for a little bit of a discounted rate. Right. Nice. And, you know, considering that the annual passes did have a jump last year, I know that this is great that it's an opportunity for people who may not have been able to uh, purchase a full annual pass. Yeah. So uh, take advantage of that. Get out to the Disneyland Resort. Lots of great things opening up now. Um, and already open, opening up. There's festivals coming up. We saw the Lunar New Year setting right. up. Uh, the Food and Wine Festival is coming up. Lots of great stuff. Nice. So uh, get your tickets and get out there. Now, if you're a frequent run Disney participant, and again, congratulations to Yay. everybody who ran in the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, whether you ran in just the 5K, the 10K. I say just the 5K. Right. No, uh, the 5K is fantastic. Right. 5k the 10k the half the full or you know the goofy challenge right. the dopey challenge which <laughs> if you did that wow, wow props to you you guys are awesome it's something i don't think i could ever do <laughs> um really congratulations to you and i know we had some trying conditions over the last couple right. of days the With temperatures the and the humidity were not pleasant uh, as much but right. uh, you guys did a great job and we're, you know, again, wish we could have been there. Yeah. Uh, we're there for you in spirit. Anyway, uh, there's a new Run Disney Club that might just be right for you. This from RunDisney.com. From the pre-race prep to the enchantment of running through a Disney theme park to the exhilaration of crossing the finish line, there's magic in every step of a Run Disney event. That's very true. That is true. I am. I was so feeling FOMO uh, <laughs> over the last few days because it's been too long since we've done a run Disney yes. event. I miss them on the West Coast. It's been tough to try and coordinate our schedule with the races on the East, East Coast. Coast. And um, I really want to get back to doing run Disney again. Anyway, I digress. Uh, now there's something to make the experience even more magical. It's called Club Run Disney, a new unique membership opportunity for runners just like you, available in three year-long membership levels, each with limited availability, uh, Club Run Disney offers a range of perks and special benefits. Now, here are the three different tiers okay. you can get. And they're not in, it's not cheap to get into. I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. Right. Like, you have to be committed to being wanting to do Run Disney. And it's probably best if you're planning on doing like at least three or four of the races right. during the year to want to be joining up for this. So, silver membership goes for $265.43. That's all with taxes and other things. That's right. why it's the odd number. There. Yes. Uh, the benefits include. A member welcome package, which is a member jacket, club run Disney magnet, and a membership card. Uh, card, not car. Card. Uh, <laughs> uh, you also get a tier one pricing year round for available run Disney races. An exclusive 2020 club run Disney virtual 10K that's going to happen in October of 2020, Ooh. and uh, club Disney uh, club run Disney designation on your race bib. So it says like I'm a member of oh, club nice. run Disney. Okay. Now, there's also the gold membership, which is the next level up, which goes for $478.63. And for benefits for that include everything you get in the silver membership, mm -hmm. as well as you get a guaranteed opportunity to purchase one spot in the half marathon or greater distances each race weekend through early registration. So you already are guaranteed to get oh, wow. a spot in that. Now, you still have to pay for that. Right, this right. is not included. The race isn't included in the price. 
but you do get that. Now, the big one, the big boy here is the Platinum <laughs> membership, which uh, goes for $798.43. Yes, woo! <laughs> it's not cheap. <laughs> no. uh, but you get with that, you get everything you received in the Silver membership. It's just like I, I think I said that with the gold, everything in the Silver membership, as well as you get a guaranteed opportunity to purchase one spot in one distance each race weekend through early registration. So if you're if you're more of a 10K person, mm-hmm. if you're a 5K person, whatever the case may be, if you're in the Platinum membership, you get early, you get guaranteed that you will get uh, a spot in the 10K nice. or whatever. Because you know those 10Ks, especially right. 5Ks too, but the 10Ks really sell out pretty quickly. Exactly. Uh, so if you're not there and getting it on the day sometimes or shortly after that, you can have a tough time getting exactly. it. Exactly. So um, that's kind of that benefit for there. You also get... Uh, the Club Run Disney Expo experience, including uh, Club Run Disney Lounge with convenient packup pickup. So that much easier for yeah. when you go and pick up your packet. Uh, early access to Run Disney merchandise shop with special with a special character meet and greet opportunity. And you get, this is the big one, um, possibly depending on how quickly you run or your normal pace is. Upgraded corral placement. Oh, so nice. if you are the platinum, you're going to get a better spot in the corral. Now they do say that, because um, I was looking through the FAQs for this, right. wondering about it. Like, are these people going to get right up front now? Because yes. you know, I mean, you could buy this and be really relatively a slow runner. Right, and you're kind of clogging up the lanes for everybody. <laughs> and, well, it, it, apparently, it's yes, it's it's a better placement than some, but there are going to be placements that if you are a faster runner, mm-hmm. you will be ahead of them. Gotcha. So you can choose of like, let's say you have this upgraded corral placement, but you know, the time you submitted puts you in corral B or whatever right. the case may be, you can pick to go to corral B. Gotcha. So just to let you know this, even though you do get a better uh, corral placement, it doesn't mean that these people are definitely moving up and it's starting fine. the race right. first, <laughs> along with all the marathon winners. Right. There, exactly. You know, um, Anyway, so membership for Club Run Disney are available beginning on February 18th, 2020. Your membership begins on October 1st of 2020 and runs through September 30th of 2021. So it won't be any good for any of these races coming up until wine and dine. Right. Uh, But after that, it will be good uh, for the year after that. And uh, it is limited availability in each tier. So uh, this is possible that these tiers might sell out. So if you are thinking about it, you may want to jump on it at the first opportunity. Uh, You also, if you're buying in at a lower tier, I saw you can upgrade your tier if you find, oh, you know, I'm a silver, but I really want to be a gold. You know, you can do that. And just like upgrading your fast pass, you just pay the difference later on. Uh, And also, if your tier does sell out, if you wanted a certain tier and it sells out, they do say that uh, when the year, the next year, they will have open up some more slots. Probably either some people will bow out and right. renew, or maybe they'll just open up some more slots. I don't know. But again, that was in the FAQ. Oh, so if okay. you cool. if you're not doing the four races this year, but you're thinking about doing three or four races the next year, there may still be availability to jump in on this. Nice. So. That's pretty fun. Yeah, so uh, for those of you who are involved in Run Disney, and um, believe me, I think that uh, Run Disney is awesome. And again, I'm totally feeling FOMO, and I can't wait for our next Run Disney event. Um, This may be the right thing for you. Yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah, so that's it for my Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. Sometimes it's a Run Disney tip. (laughs) Sometimes it's a Walt Disney World tip. Sometimes it's a Disneyland tip. Uh, Disney Cruise Line tip, 
We always give you something to kind of help you on your next vacation. And we always start with Michelle. One, because she plans the best birthdays <laughs> ever, uh, but also she has the very best tip. So let's get right to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Well, you're so sweet and so kind. And I have a feeling if you're going to be talking about Rise of the Resistance, your tip today is going to take the number one spot yeah, for we'll sure. We'll about that. Uh, mine is much, much more milder than that. And it it actually comes from the tea, uh, the afternoon tea. And here at, at the um, Disneyland Resort, when they do afternoon tea, they have different seasonal, like right now is just their standard tea. But then um, next month, they're going to have the Cinderella theme. And they also have great ones around Halloween and Christmas time. And these things are really popular. These teas that are the specialty themes are so popular. They're really hard to get into. And so we did get a tip from our server saying that Thursday is the day to try it if you're having a, a struggle getting it. And so, you know, that was, I, I thought, very beneficial and helpful because, you know, especially if you're local, going on a Thursday, um, you know, might be easy enough to do. Or if you're going to come for a long weekend, just start your weekend on Thursday. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point and a great tip. Uh, definitely, the, we see those things sell out like almost instantaneously. Right. They're so very popular because they're great for adults, but they're also great for kids. Right. Uh, and just a really enjoyable thing. So uh, any way you can kind of get in there is great. Exactly. And, you know, unlike Disney World where, you know, you get the ability to reserve dining things 180 days, here it's generally 60. Some things are less than that. Um, so it's one of those, you really have to be there when something opens up and get on it. But the tea service, because they really do go all out with mm -hmm. these themes and have some amazing different food items and decorations that go with it and everything. And it's, they're, they're a blast to go to. So, uh, if you're having a struggle, try a Thursday. Yeah. That's a good point. That's what pointed out by our server, Ashley, I believe. Yes, Ashley, that's right. We did a hashtag cast compliment for because she was wonderful and treated us very well and um, also had that great tip. Yes. Which Michelle is transposed into her tip, which is, <laughs> of course, always the very best mm. tips. By the way, speaking of that, uh, we had a listener put one of your tips into action really? just this week. And uh, he's actually commented on your tips a couple times over the last <laughs> couple of weeks, Scott, from uh, Minnesota. Oh. Uh, they are on their vacation now at the Walt Disney World Resort. I think it's now. It may be over now. But recently, it was uh -huh. this week, they were out there. And one of the first pictures he posted out there was uh, commented. He tagged us in it and you know, to using one of Michelle's best tips. Ooh. Look what I, this hidden Mickey I saw by looking up. Oh, yeah. Which is Michelle's very yes. best tip. And oh. When you get to the parks, look up. He found this hidden Mickey at the Polynesian yes. Resort by looking up. So, very cool. I'm so. glad it helped. And yes, it's fun to look up. Yeah. So thank you, Scott, for sending that to yes. us, by the way. So appreciate that. So now let's get to my tip. And my tip, I heard a lot of people and actually some, some friends in podcasts around that have not been able to get to the Walt Disney World Resort recently, but are thinking about it doing it soon and talking about trying to get to the rise of the resistance. Mm -hmm. And I thought there was some inaccuracy with the information, even though there's a lot of information about right. it there, that there's some inaccuracies or some, um, uh, just some things that they don't know about it. So I thought, you know, it's coming to the Disneyland Resort and 
It may be a little different than Disneyland Resort. I'm going to talk about that as well, too. But just to kind of get you prepped for if you're going to the Walt Disney World Resort or if you're going to the Disneyland Resort once Rise of the Resistance opens up here at the end of the week, how you might be able to be sure and snag that right. boarding group. Because you're going to want to. Because I tell, Especially if you're a Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. this attraction, it will blow your mind. And if you want to hear all about it, if you don't mind spoilers, um, I was just on with Rob, who we just talked about a little earlier, Rob LaBerry of the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. Right. And I uh, talked with him. We had both been on it along with um, Casey Lucas from Lucas Travel who joined us as well, and he had been on it about the same time mm-hmm. we had, and we just kind of all discussed our experience with Rise of the Resistance right. and how amazing it is. Right. So if you want to find out about it and you don't mind spoilers, uh, I would suggest you download that episode of the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. Anyway, um, these are some tips on how to approach getting that boarding group, okay? So let's start off with you will have to get up extremely early yes. to do this, okay? It doesn't matter which resort, which coast you're on. You are going to have to get up extremely early, and you're going to want to be there well before park opening, right. okay, to make sure you get in. Now, the key is you don't necessarily need to be there you know, so early. I mean, kind of judge. Take a look at some of the social media postings from people that are going in the days before you go and seeing how early they get there, how much they're backing up. All you need to do is be in the park at opening. Now, here's the deal. You need to be able to scan in, you know, using your annual pass, your ticket, whatever the case may be, your magic band, into either Disney's Hollywood Studios or Disneyland Park. As long as you're in there by opening, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, they will usually open the gates a good half an hour before the actual park officially opens. So you can scan in go in there. Now, when the park officially opens, you will want to be on either if you're at the Walt Disney World Resort, the My Disney Experience app, right. or if you're at the Disneyland Resort, the Disneyland app, okay? And you will they should have a page right out front that says, you know, get a boarding group right. for Rise of the Resistance and you'll want to refresh that. Now, here's what I would suggest to you. Don't stand around near the gates or try and get away from where the most of the people are. Now, they're going to limit your access to this point. You know, that's why it's called rope drop. There's usually some sort of rope or some sort of area that they stop you at. We can only go so far into the park until the park actually opens. Uh, You kind of want to move down, um, whether it be, uh, you know, Main Street USA at the Disneyland Resort or Hollywood Boulevard at Disney Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios. Move down a little bit. And it, I would suggest hopefully you go. Or you're, I mean, if you're going solo, that's fine. Uh, but if you want to go with a group of people, have a couple people doing it different ways. Maybe one person on the Wi-Fi that's there. Right. One person turned off the Wi-Fi that's maybe on um, whatever your cellular signal is, whether it's an LTE, whether it's, uh, you know, 5G, whatever the case may be, um, because it can differentiate on how quickly you can get in. And then as soon as that hour comes, whether it's 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whenever the park is opening, be there and refresh as quickly as you can and then join that boarding group. Now, um, you should be able to, if you're in the park at that time, it may go quickly, but you should be able to nab a boarding group at some point during the day. And you'll be able to kind of tell by what boarding group you are when you might be getting onto this attraction. Depending, again, this attraction has many different functions to it. So it could break down 
Um, so, you know, sometimes a boarding group you think is going to go at this time, make it slotted back a right. little bit. But you will probably get on once you get a boarding group. The good news is that once you get your boarding group, you're free to do whatever you want. If you think you're right. going to be ready to go pretty soon, if you get a really early boarding group, then you could head right over to uh, Batu to... Right. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and get prepared to ride on Rise of the Resistance. If it's a little higher number, then you can do what you want. You can go ride other attractions. You can go get breakfast. You got up really early. Right. If you want to go out and leave the park. And once you've got your boarding group, you can leave the park. Go take a nap. Go take a shower. <laughs> do whatever you want. And come back because you have a two-hour window from when your boarding group is called to get right. back. So it does. You, as long as you know you can get back to... Uh, the rise of the resistance open right. gate at gate within that two hour period, you're fine. You can yeah. go wherever you want. So uh, it doesn't matter if you wake up really early, if you want to go back and get a little more sleep, you right. probably can do so whether you're either riding the attraction early and then going back or, right. or, you know, just getting in, checking in, getting your boarding group and going back to the room and sleep <laughs> for a little bit, whatever the case may be. So uh, feel free to take advantage of that. And, um, Look, if you have any questions on this, I, again, a lot of times when I'm describing these things, it can get a little convoluted and it can be a little confusing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that never happens. I'm happy to answer them for you. I'm here as someone who has ridden this attraction, has right. watched as other people have ridden it and seen what they've gone right. through and how to, to best approach this. Now, I will say Disneyland may be a different animal than Walt Disney World. I've only experienced the Walt Disney World Resort. I think at Disneyland, at least from what they've told us originally, is going to at the beginning, approach it similarly, but the difference in how many people can possibly be at the Disneyland <laughs> Resort on any given day versus at the Walt Disney World Resort right. could be huge. Now, I did this research from when I was talking with Rob uh, uh, about the the population right. that could be now just in around central Florida. So just talking about the counties that are within a relatively right. couple hour driving distance that could get to possibly Disney's Hollywood studios right. within time to get up and, and be at this <laughs> attraction. Okay. That's counts 17 counties, which as of according to Wikipedia, uh, as of last year was about 8.2 million people. Okay. Right. There are more people in LA County alone <laughs> than in all 17 counties there. Okay. Um, also, there's more people that have annual passes right. at the Disneyland Resort that won't mind. They can burn that. It, they can just show up for a little right. bit if they right. want to. And they're not, they're not buying a ticket that they feel they need right. to use the whole day on. So be prepared for that. Or even this new three-day. Right. So be prepared for that. As a matter of fact, and, and just to compare numbers, in within a round two hours driving distance of Disneyland in Southern California alone, which counts for 10 counties, there are 24.1 million people. Okay. <laughs> that is three times, about three times as many people as, so just be prepared. And that doesn't even count people who are visiting. Okay. Right. So just be prepared for that, that it may be a little different animal at Disneyland. It's going to be an interesting process to see what happens there. Um, but as long as you follow this process, for the most part, I, I think you're going to find a way to get into this boarding group. I'm not right. trying to scare you off from it. I'm actually trying to encourage it right. because the ride is that good. You are going to want to take a day at some point and go out there and get up super early and do this thing because you will be blown away by it. Right. And you, like you said, you never know that they might do things a little differently um, because of the ability for so many people to get there. Uh, we saw how things evolved mm -hmm. when they first opened up Galaxy's Edge 
And, you know, even with the Rise of the Resistance ride at Disney World, how they changed how you could get the boarding passes. So um, they do really try to look and see how how does it work and how can we make it better, which I think is great. Yeah. So uh, we will see how it adapts in Southern California at the Disneyland Resort. We'll see if it stays the same. Maybe it works perfectly. You know, or at least as close as it does right. at the, to the Walt Disney World Resort, maybe they have to adjust it. But either way, um, if you get the chance to get out there and do it, definitely do it. I, I just can't recommend this. It's the best ride yeah, it's, I've it's ever amazing. been on, start to finish. It's amazing. Everything yeah. is fantastic about it. So that's it for this week. Oh, Michelle, did you have something else to I say? I have a question yeah. about the the passes that the Southern California mm-hmm. residents can get. Is Does that have blockout dates? They did not say anything about blackout dates. Nothing wow. in there was said blackout dates. So I assume those are just because they're, I mean, you, you buy regular tickets at any time without blackout True. dates. So I assume they work just like a regular ticket. So right. uh, you might want to ask them before you purchase them just to verify this because I, I'm just, uh, again, it was from the uh, Disney Parks blog. So, right. um, but I may not have gotten through all the the uh, fine print, but usually they post that right out front uh, right. on those yeah. stories if sure. it's there. So I don't think there are, but... You may want to check just to be sure right, if that's right. the case. You know, always you know, cover your bases. Right, right, yes. So that's it for this week. Next week, we are going to get back to something that's been very popular, very popular topic on our show. Not only is it going to be one of our five favorites, which is always a popular right. topic on our show, it's going to be something involving music. I haven't nailed down which exact music theme we're going to do yet, but I will be letting you know this week. We will be letting you know, and we will want your input on this because uh, the music episodes are always some of our most fun and also the ones we get the most response from. Right. One of the thoughts I was having is because it's Martin Luther King weekend, Thinking maybe inspirational songs, but that's mm, just an idea. I like inspirational out songs. There. That's one of the ones I've been wanting to do for a while now. So that may be it. So uh, we will let you know, but uh, probably that's going to be the case. Yeah, we've been itching songs. to do inspirational songs. Disney songs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that will be fun for next week. As for this week, we appreciate you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Right. And as we said at the beginning, one of the things that we really appreciate and all podcasters do, as we said, is tell a friend about this podcast. Yes. uh, If you can tell a friend about us, that's the best way to get the word out that this is a podcast that other people might like. Uh, You can also leave a review, even just a rating. uh, All those are appreciated and really help us in many ways. You can also follow us on social media or on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us, including about letting us know what your favorite inspirational songs are, right. <laughs> uh, you can email us at HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. And we really do love hearing from you and love the feedback. And please keep that up. And we are so thrilled with all of our listeners. Yeah, I love all of our Hyperion Adventurers just like you. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.